You're listening to Episcopal Youth Ministry in ATL. Hello and welcome back to Episcopal Youth Ministry in ATL. My name is Matt. I'm here with a very uh, special edition of the episode with some really cool people. I'm here with Giovanna. I'm here with Holly. I'm here with Jackson. How are y'all doing? Good. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. So y'all are here for EYE planning. Um, I want to go person by person and ask y'all, how did you end up in this room today? Um, obviously, you didn't just stumble in. So we'll go this way, starting with you, Giovanna. How did you get involved with EYE? How'd you get here? Where are you from? So I'm from Northern California. And so I first started getting really involved. I've actually, I grew up in the Episcopal Church. I went to, I've gone to St. Paul's Venetian my whole life. But um, I started actually being involved with like the diocese and the international church when my seminarian at my church, Anne, she um, started a youth group. And then from there, she started um, Pathways Youth Pilgrimage in Northern California. And then after that, I, I kept on being involved in events in the diocese. And then I got into EYE. I just applied to it. And so I went there in 2017. And I really wanted to be a part of the people that put it all together because I thought it's such a, it was really like transformative for me. I thought it was really amazing experience. So I wanted to be part of the people who planned it in 2020. Uh, I'm from the Panhandle of Texas and I also grew up in the church. My dad is the archdeacon of our church. Ooh. So I'm a preacher's kid. What does archdeacon entail? It's sort of kind of like the head of the deacons so like he's the person that will like when the bishop comes to our church like he'll hold the fancy staff I don't know what the name of it is (laughs) (laughs) but I just I grew up in the church that's like a second family to me and my priest just approached me and was like hey there's like this big thing for EYE and I trust you and I think you should apply to it and then I got I got in and here I am I am from Boston, Massachusetts, and um, I was actually forwarded the application to apply for EYE by a parishioner at my church who was on the planning team in the 80s. Um, I, and this was like probably a, around a week before the deadline, um, confession. Um, so I really was, hadn't been thinking about it, but I, I think it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a call to serve. And that's what it, um, that's what it was. And I, I look for ways to engage in my church community. I come from a very small church. Um, our average Sunday attendance is around 20. Um, so I, I'm always looking for ways to engage in the community. Um, and so this, you know, this sort of a big gathering of Episcopal youth is particularly new to me. Um, so I'm very excited to be on this team. So what was it about the last EYE or just even this process? Because y'all are all in leadership uh, to form this next EYE along with other people in another room. Um, What was it about either the last EYE or this planning that you've really liked? Like you have identified, this is my thing. I'm all about this. I liked when I went to EYE in 2017, I liked how many different areas and different types of people were represented. Because hmm. I was like, I, I've come from Northern California, and we have like a lot of diversity there, but not necessarily within the Episcopal Church. We have like white people, Asian people, period. 
And um, so it was really interesting to see, like, so many different people with so many different perspectives. And, like, they come from all these different backgrounds. There's people from the South. There's people from, like, Canada. There's people from um, England, France, everywhere that are all part of the Episcopal Church. And we all have a common purpose. It's really the same for me. There were just, there's so many of us, but we all have the same values and we all love each other. And it's just another family that you instantly connect with. When I went back to my school and was telling my friends about our, our last Episcopal meeting, um, Episcopal youth event meeting that we had, um, one of the things that I reflected on is when I was in the room and I looked around, I saw change makers. I was shocked um, to co be communicating and interacting with so many young people who are engaged in their communities, whether it be um, so on the social justice level, political activism, environmental justice, gun violence. I think it, it was, I mean, there's, there's something happening um, uh, when you have just so many young people engaged in their communities in that way. Um, so I was I was shocked um, to, you know, to know that there are other people like me who are involved in these issues. So I know y'all are, are split up and doing like program groups and such. Um, tell me a little bit about what building this next conference has looked like, because that's new to me. Um, so I want to hear like, you know, structurally, like, what do you do? Are you assigned different things? Like, how do you go from people in a room? to putting on a conference for way, 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 way a lot of people. We can go either way, by the way. We don't have to keep... <laughs> yeah. I think it's it is a lot of brainstorming. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're all from different states, and, you know, we have some folks um, from around the world here. So I think everyone brings their experiences to the table. Everyone brings their ideas. Um, we have translators, so things are moving at a whole, you know, different speed. Um, so I think the main thing that I've learned is listening to other people's ideas. Um, you know, wh while translation is happening, um, you know, listening to other people's ideas um, has been the big takeaway for me. And I think, you know, when, when you're planning sort of any event, um, you can get steamrolled in group discussions. But I think that this team has done a, a fantastic job of listening. It really, really has, because between the translators and even with everyone who speaks English, we all have different cultures that we come from, and we all have different ideas, and whenever we do these group discussions, it all comes out, and it's amazing. Yeah, in my group, I'm in the program team group, and um, we were trying to explain all these different ideas about small groups, about um, our guests, all these different ideas, and um, our our person in our group from Colombia, lady, she was like, I'm so confused by this. So we had to actually stop and try and clarify for her and for ourselves what we were even talking about because everything got so convoluted, like we didn't even know what we were all talking about ourselves. Like I was taking notes, but everything was a mess. So we kept having to like refocus and really listen to each other and like think about our own personal thoughts about each issue. Has that been tough for y'all? Because I imagine you come from, I mean, I know, you all come from different parts of the country, you come from different parts of the world, uh, different dioceses that do church differently, different churches that do church differently. Have y'all, like, how have y'all managed so many different people 
doing different things, talking differently, acting differently, believing differently. Because um, I think, you know, when the church gets together for like general convention, that's what they're dealing with. So how have y'all dealt with that? Because it seems like everyone is on board. Well, I think, you know, we're, it's not like we're debating church policy yeah. here at, you know, the Episcopal Youth Event Planning Team. Um, we're just in it for the ride. You know, we're here working together, um, in, you know, pursuing a common goal. Um, so there's not really room for debate. I think mm. we all just, we're all working together. And, you know, as I, I'll circle back to, we're listening, mm. we're learning. Um, that's been the main thing. And we still have the same sort of basis since we're all Episcopalian. We all love each other, and that's, like, the main point of it, I guess. I think we're since we're all young and looking to the future of our church, too, it's, it's something that we can find common ground in. Yeah. I know y'all have selected three things to kind of strive for with this next conference. There's justice, creation, care, and wellness, right? Yeah, not in that order, though. Not that okay. So tell me about the order then. Okay, so I'm part of the program team, and we're not positive about the order. Okay. But right now we're thinking about um, our three main themes being climate, and then justice, and then wellness. Okay. So our idea behind that was that climate sort of encompasses the whole world, and then justice can encompass smaller groups. So it would go from the our world's problems, which is gl- global climate change, stuff like that. And then to smaller groups problems, such as, like, racism, specifically in America, like, all police brutality, those kind of issues. And then on our last day is wellness, which is more towards the self and, like, your individual self going out into the world and doing what you can personally to make an impact. So let's talk a little bit about each one. Climate, I get the sense, is a very big topic. So talk to me about why either you feel passionately about that or why the group felt passionately about that. What is it about that topic that you were like, we need to throw this in and it needs to be day one? I think this is a a topic that's unfortunately becoming more and more relevant. Um, We see students around the world in, you know, over the course of the past few years realizing something's going on in the, you know, with regards to our climate um, it affects everyone, no matter your zip code, no matter what part of the country you live in. Um, young people are going to be facing the effects of climate change. There's no other way to think about it. And we are right now. We are right now, yeah. right. There's people who are facing the effects of it. So I think, you know, it's, it's a topic that it's easily understood um, and it affects everyone, sort of the universa- universality of it. Um, I think especially our generation realizes that this is our future. If we don't deal with this now, then it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, and we're going to be the ones that has to deal with it when it gets to that point. So that's why climate is so important to us, I think. I agree. <laughs> what about, let's move to justice. Because um, I feel like sometimes in the Episcopal Church we throw that word out, and we, some people don't often have like a view of what it actually means. And so I'm curious what justice means to you and what justice will mean for EYE in this next uh, event. Justice is all-encompassing. And that's, I I think that's what Giovanna was getting at. Um, There's, you know, gun violence prevention 
right? Work with, you know, related to that is a form of seeking justice, right? Racial justice. So there's so many different areas, and I think that's what we're excited about for EYE. We're going to be able to explore all the different forms of justice in um, large group settings, but also in breakout sessions. You summed that up pretty good. And then wellness. Um, how did you all decide wellness? What is wellness? And, you know, uh, what is wellness encompass? When, I, when you use that word, what are you thinking? So, so I think personally for me, wellness is very especially mental health, especially since I want to go into psychology. Mental, and it's just mental health is very important. And if you don't have good mental health, then that spreads to others very quickly. And wellness is having your own, like, your mind straight, your morals your moral straight, and it's very important to me, and, I don't know, it's a very vague topic, mm. but the impact of it is very large. I think wellness can also go into a bunch of different areas, so there's the spirituality aspect of wellness, and there's also, like, the community aspect of wellness. So I was reflecting on... Um, Bishop Michael Curry's The Way of Love. The Way of Love. And um, I was thinking about how worship is a part of it, like your community, yourself, your prayer, your and then going, the go part, the learning, all of that, that reminds me of wellness. And that's how I feel wellness is encompassed for me. And I think sort of as mental health issues are a big thing for adolescents right now, so I think talking about wellness and having conversations around that is a way that we can make the church relevant to people's lives, um, how we can make you know the Episcopal Youth event a send-off into the world, um, but also a place of healing. I think it's interesting y'all are touching on like a lot of political issues. Um, and I'm curious about, like, you know, I think there are, I mean, I think, I know there are some people who are like, oh, church needs to be separate from politics and all that stuff. Um, and I'm wondering just how do y'all manage that? Do you say, well, these two things are tied together? Or do you just say, this is our stance? Um, how do you balance that with people? Church can't be separate from religion because Jesus was, we were talking about this earlier, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus was really political. He, he was caring for the oppressed he was like serving the poor he 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 was he interacted with people that were like they they were considered like the scum of the earth like nobody should talk to them nobody should interact with them but he did it and he cared for them and he loved them and that's what we should do if we're trying to be like jesus we need to care for the oppressed and help them have a better future and one of the things I especially love about the Episcopal Church is that no matter who you are and what you believe in, you'll find at least one other person that agrees with you. And I think we're touching on politics because we know that there's someone out there in this community that is also saying, yes, I feel the same way. I think if, you know, you can't just sort of go to Sunday services, um, sit there sort of not pay attention and then go out into the world and consider yourself healed. I mean, I'm very involved in political activism. um, And I see that sort of an extension of, in a way, it's evangelism, right? Because you're helping other people. um, You're going out into the world and serving. Um, I think it's a way that you can um, 
ameliorate your community. Um, and I, and I, I, I reject the notion that there needs to be sort of a wall of separation between all things related to religion and politics. Because um, unfortunately, I think there are many forces who use religion as a weapon, right? So if there's not an active pushback for people who actually want to use religion to help other people, um, there's just going to be a lot of false information spread. So I think it's, it's more of an active involvement in your community. So tell me what else is going to be going on at the CYE. What can people expect? What can people look forward to? What are some things y'all are offering? I think people can expect to have fun. Hmm. Um, that's that's the always mi- good. That is the goal. <laughs> um, we have large worship services. We have music. Um, be prepared to make friends from all over the world. That's one of the things that I am particularly looking forward to, um, meeting friends, having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm on the hospitality team, and we are especially just trying to make sure that there is at least something to do. We are going to like we're going to get board games, we're going to get fr- frisbees, and one idea that I particularly like is the recharge room that we have come up with, and it's a sort of space for like people who have anxiety and with the with the largeness that if how big EYE is, it can be a lot for people who have anxiety. So we have, we're creating this room that you can just like sit in, you can calm down in, and we really just want this to be a space for everyone. I think in addition to being able to like recharge spiritually and um, have fun, we're, it's also gonna be a really great place to learn about all sorts of new things and like discover new things about yourself, discover new things about the world around you. I'm the, on the um, program team, so we're more on the like planning side of the workshops and the, the keynote speakers, stuff like that. So we're, we're going to have really engaging speakers. That's our goal, at least, to have really engaging speakers that can really inspire you and help you learn something completely new that you wouldn't normally come into contact with. So where can people keep up? with EYE? Are y'all going to be doing social media stuff um, for people who aren't able to make it or just people who are there and want to keep up with everything going around uh, that's going on? How can people keep up? Um, Certainly on social media. um, And we have a website, um, episcopalchurch.org slash EYE, um, where information will be posted, registration information is posted there. Um, so that website will be kept up to date for people who are interested in learning more. So obviously EYE is a, a really big event. Um, and I'm curious what y'all want the message to the denominational church, the church at large to be coming out of EYE from the youth who attend. What do you think the message should be to the church at large coming from EYE? Sort of that we're all in this together we are one church like high school musical yes yeah, exactly <laughs> and then we all do the dance yeah, yeah. The goal. It's over. <laughs> that's actually a surprise okay. yeah <laughs> sorry keep going uh, just that we are one church and we can face these problems together and i i, I will touch on our theme for this year um unite um united in christ united in action um it is time for us to come together as a church and start having conversations about the issues that the world is facing, right? Whether it be the justice issues, the environmental issues, um, the wellness issues, as we touched on earlier, 
So that word unite will be guiding a lot of what we do at EYE. So one of the things I always ask adults, old people, um, who come on the show is what kind of advice can they give youth leaders or people who work with youth? And I'm curious what y'all think should be told to youth workers. What piece of advice, because primarily y'all are of the age of that they're the ones working with and for and such, what advice do you think, if you could just give an anonymous youth worker, what advice would you give them on anything? I would say listen to us and listen to the problems we're facing because if you know the problems we're facing, like whether it be mental health or just like total systemic issues like politics, um, if you know the issues we're facing, you can help us work through them and um, also just be way more interesting because it, it's not all about like the olden times Bible. That's very important, but it you need to bring... We're not going to care about the Bible if it's all past tense. We need to know about the here and now of the gospel. For sure. Um, we have ideas and beliefs just like adults do, and we care deeply about them. And we, I think, listening is very important. I think I'd sort of turn it around as a question is how can the church become relevant? into the lives of people who might not consider themselves religious. Um, so I think making yourself relevant, making yourself accessible, um, those are the two things that I think will keep young people engaged. That's all the time we have for now. Thanks, y'all, for coming. Was the podcast that scary? No. no. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I haven't been moving. <laughs> no, I... I Moving so slow, not to disturb. I know my finger cracked, but <laughs> I do the lot too. Yeah. So let's wrap up. Um, if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to us, leave a review, send an email if you want us to talk about something. We're gonna close in prayer. Will one of y'all close us out in a prayer? Or we could be awkward and all say four different prayers at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's down to two. Who nose goes. <laughs> I think it was you last, so you okay. go. Okay. Um. Dear God, we thank you for bringing us together today. Um, and as we go out in the world, we ask for your blessing. Um, as we seek to solve the environmental issues, the justice issues, and as we seek wellness in our lives. Amen. Amen. Amen.